everyone, and welcome to episode 33 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as always, the best damn voice in the business, the dead man, Sam Matura. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. That anyone could have. And we'll never, ever, 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 ever be apart. <laughs> I think I got it right. We're Nailed here for it. episode 33 and we have a very special guest exactly 15 weeks after he made his We Podcast and We Know Things three guys in one mic debut. <laughs> we have back Mr. Dupree himself, Damian Check. Well, thanks for having me, lads. I just got off the set from geriatric James Bond, and I'm glad to be back here with the the giants over at We Podcast and Know Things. We talk on the internet and know a few items. Just a few things. Just a few things. This is the Cliff Lee episode 33. 33. This is a Patrick Waugh episode. Uh, It's going to be a big episode, but we're going to try and keep it nice and short. We say that we'll go four hours. Uh, However, uh, we do have a hard stop. So uh, this is the podcast. one-stop shop for everything in the nerdy world, music, movies, TV, and video games. The agenda for today's show is we're going to talk a little bit about the WWE. Damian and I are aficionados of of professional wrestling. WrestleMania is just a few weeks away, so we're going to touch on that, some storylines leading up to it, Um, and we'll get into our trivia section. We're going to do our top three WrestleManias ever, a huge top three. We're going to get into gaming as about an hour ago on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash VanillaBear35. We streamed the Twitch. Switch, I'm sorry, the Switch uh, with Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, the greatest game ever, Snipper Clips, and then we played some one-two Switch off stream. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, do a review of the of the Switch. We're going to uh, go into movies and then end the day with television. So not so much music today, but let's get right into it, gentlemen. We do have an update on our Twitch page, twitch.tv slash VanillaBear35. First and foremost, to those who have donated to us over the past week, we thank you so much. Uh, it means a lot. We are We're putting it right into a fund to get better equipment, to make the stream better. We've already been able to up the quality of the stream uh, in terms of uh, frames per second and just P. We're at 480. We're at 480p (laughs) as opposed to 360. We are upping the quality. We added video to our stream and the We Podcast and We Know Things logo. And we also started a YouTube page where we take all of our best highlights and clips from the live stream and put it on YouTube. So we couldn't have done that without you guys uh, and your help and generosity. So thank you so much. We'll be doing our post-podcast live stream again today. Um, If you're hearing this, it's going to be too late. But we're going to be playing some Rocket League today on PS4. So we're really, really excited for that. One of the best games of all time. But go ahead and check us out. Give us a follow. Um, doesn't cost you anything. Twitch.tv slash VanillaBear35 and a subscription on our YouTube channel. Just type in We Podcast and We Know Things. would be greatly appreciated. But as you know, I've been trying my damnedest to break my personal best in Super Mario Bros. 1 of 6 minutes and 52 seconds. And live last night, I finally got it with Drunk Sam in the audience <laughs> at 6 minutes and 47 seconds. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't there to witness your, you were there in spirit your, and as you in the say, chat. your PB. I am impressed that you did beat it, my friend. I also woke up at 5 o'clock this morning and re-beat it. My new PB is now 6 minutes and 41 seconds <laughs> in Super Mario Bros. 1. I'm very excited. It was a long <laughs> to the top. But that does put me in 237th place in the world. 
Damn, you're, you're, that, you're that high? I'm that oh, shit, high. Dude. So awesome. for a 30-year-old game. What's, who, what's number one, by the way? Just Four curious. minutes, 56 seconds. That's disgusting. And, there's two, <laughs> and, and only in less than two minutes, there are 270 people separating us. <laughs> or 230, whatever so it is. Now, but I was but, able to help out my or increase my PB by 11 seconds in so six now, hours. At this, so at this point, it's just bragging rights. At this point, I'm okay. going to try harder. Okay. Good. At this point, I'm uh, just going to try hard. Like so, and uh, go figure. Last night, as I got my PB and I freaked out, I hit my laptop by accident, and the video froze. So, oh, so it's on YouTube. Don't worry. <laughs> it's yet another speedrun fail on our YouTube page. <laughs> that makes two videos on our YouTube page, both of them my speedrunning fails. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so we appreciate the support, but we're going to get into uh, Damien. Uh, you were on episode 18 for a while. It was our highest rated episode, so we thank you for that. Um, all of a sudden, our Yu Yu Hakusho episode is our number one rated episode, which is cool. It's to think that there's some some anime fans out there listening to us. Is, that's pretty cool. It's really cool. But the world of the WWE right now, the things going on in Raw and SmackDown leading up to Mania. I'm just going to go out and say it. To me, the Festival of Friendship was the greatest segment I've seen in professional wrestling discounting the broken universe because that's clearly the shit since probably mankind of the rock this is your life that's exactly what i was gonna say man that was like my favorite segment uh this is your life and like you could tell they went all out like they they had the list and they had the the really weird painting of kevin owens and chris the creation of ko (laughs) and they had like so many different things and then it all ended with KO turning on Jericho which mm. I wasn't expecting it to happen right then and there I thought okay it's going to happen a little bit later well you know they're going to draw it out a little bit more but it ended right then and there and I thought it was perfect because it was like everything it had like you know emotion and you had some humor built into that and I thought it was pretty good and that's that's probably one of my most if not the most anticipated match to see at WrestleMania. Yeah, I would say it's definitely my number one. It's not going to be our top three this week, but it will be It will be as a part of our WrestleMania preview. And you better bet your bottom dollar, listeners, that we're going to get Damien's predictions for WrestleMania for when we do it. And uh, by the way, I think you're going to be in the vicinity? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna be watching live, live. on the WWE Network uh, <laughs> from the uh, parking lot of Camping World Stadium in Orlando. <laughs> No, I'm actually I, I'm going. Uh, I'm a full blown loser, so I got tickets. <laughs> I got tickets to WrestleMania, NXT, Monday Night Raw. Uh, so I'm going for the whole weekend with a bunch of guys, and it's gonna be cool. Uh, my only concern with WrestleMania this year is it's outdoors, mm-hmm. and Orlando can rain, rain from time to time. Yeah. Um, but luckily, I got a Galaxy S7 Edge with IP68 water resistance rating. So. <laughs> I and Nintendo okay. Switch if there's a delay. And the Switch if there's a delay. <laughs> Perfect. The Switch might not make it out if it, if it rains, but... By that point, I'm will. sure there will be some sort of waterproof cover for the Switch. But uh, amazing. Uh, dude, that NXT TakeOver is going to be insane, too. I don't like the sound of TakeOver Orlando, uh, yeah. especially yeah. last year's yeah. shooting. Yeah. I, don't, right. I, don't, I don't like it, yeah. but... It's, it is weird. It's weird. It's weird. But, I mean, the show is going to be good. NXT always... Like, whenever they do their big shows with Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, everything else, it's always a good show. There's always a good match. I'm kind of worried this could be a lot of repeat and rematches, but mm-hmm. the quality of the matches is still going to be awesome. Did they announce who's going to be, like, the headliner of 
So we'll get we'll get into yes, they have had finally announced the headline matchup. A lot of everyone knows my expertise on wrestling is nowhere near. A lot of controversy on SmackDown. A lot of twists and turns, and clearly Luke Harper won, but whatever. uh, Going into it, but we do have our WrestleMania main event um, and some other uh, potential matches. It's set up. Uh, we'll just go into it, but but the festival of friendship to end that part of it. It was the greatest segment because it had emotion. It crushed me inside when Kevin Owens gets all these presents: the uh, the uh, Guggenheim statue for seven thousand dollars, and the creation of KO, and the uh, friendship the magician. <laughs> you know what happens? You know what happens when you don't impress Kevin Owens at the festival of friendship? You just made the list. <laughs> the greatest thing in wrestling, uh, again besides the broken universe, is the list of Jericho, and he. Uh, basically, Kevin Owens says to Chris Jericho, I got you a, a present too, pal. You're my best friend. Here it is. And he opens it up, and he doesn't take the bottom half of the present off. And he looks inside, and Jericho says, you got me a new list. Thank you so much. And as he tur- – his face kind of turns a little bit, and as he takes the box off, we see as the viewers, the bottom of the list says the list of KO. And he goes, why is my name on it? And then Kevin Owens just beats the shit out of him and throws him through a TV. It was gripping. And that's going to set up a great, probably United States title match. That is at WrestleMania. Yeah, for the U.S. title. Yeah, because as we know, Bill Goldberg in 22 seconds beat Kevin Owens for the, uni- uh, the Universal Championship on uh, at Fastlane the other night, which was a decent pay-per-view to say the most. I, I don't know if this is probably a different event, but I did see, I guess, Brock and Goldberg. Goldberg had the belt or something, and then mm-hmm. he kind of cheap-shotted Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Kind of game, game, he gave him an F five on yeah. Raw the other night. Yeah, it was actually it was good because Goldberg's two and zero against of Lesnar, and it was nice for Lesnar to get this this one in on him. But still, was, my problem my problem with this match Lesnar Goldberg at WrestleMania is even if Lesnar wins and he will and he'll be the champ, I hope not. It's still two to one Goldberg. True. So it doesn't matter at the end of the day. And plus, right. this match is going to be short. Yes, it's, it's going to be a gonna, reverse squash. If, match. if it goes on last. It's like, okay, great. The entrances are going to take longer than the actual match itself. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. But I know a lot of people are kind of angry. But the way I've been looking at it is if Goldberg retains, if Lesnar wins, whoever beats that guy for the title is going to look like a million bucks. They're Mm going to look awesome. So I'm okay with Goldberg being the champ right now. I'm okay with Lesnar being the champ at WrestleMania because whoever beats him, Finn Balor, somebody like that, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, maybe I would like to see Samoa Joe with the strap too, but I'm not a Lesnar fan, but they are kind of setting up the new new, – What's the word? Corporation almost. Almost. The new Nexus or whatever you want to call it. Uh, uh, with Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, they kind of started to formulate this uh, bond of hating on Chris Jericho on Raw. Authority. And then Triple H, the new Authority, Triple H is going to probably come in and that's going to be a mini stable. Yep. That's going to be big. I, I can see like a Seth Rollins, Jericho versus Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe in the future. Maybe one night on Raw for a main event I, or something. I thought Seth Rollins was hurt, wasn't he? He hurt? is hurt, okay. yeah. He, he still doesn't know if he's going to come back for Mania. My guess is he, it was his he knee, right? makes a comeback, yeah. Okay. I don't know if he'll wrestle, but he'll be there yeah, 100%. Um, some other potential matches that have been set up. The main event, uh, as we know, Randy Orton won the Royal Rumble. That sets him up to go against Bray Wyatt. Well, Randy Orton was in the Wyatt family, and everything's hunky-dory. He comes out on SmackDown and pledges his allegiance to Bray and says, as long as you're the champion, as long as you're the leader, I will never face you. And then three weeks later, all of a sudden, he's at Bray Wyatt's compound on the grave of Sister Abigail and lights it on fire, his entire house, and he does his... Randy Orton pose as he lights the place on fire and says, I'm going to come for your mania. So we now have our WrestleMania main event of Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. 
So I guess he's not in the family. He the, uh, Bray Wyatt's <laughs> alone because Luke Harper broke off, and I don't even get into the AJ Styles stuff. But as, yes, as uh, Jonathan Davies and Fred Durst once said, it's all in the family. <laughs> Taking it back to new metal. Uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> so it's setting up that, and then uh, AJ Styles had a controversial song. finish the other night on SmackDown. He went looking for Shane McMahon. That's setting up Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles. We have a John Cena Nikki Bella versus Miz and Maurice feud setting up oh, for that. Cool. W- yeah, WrestleMania though, I'd rather a one on one. I agree. But whatever, if it's a mixed tag match, that's kind of weird to see the Miz versus Nikki Bella at some point, or John Cena giving an attitude adjustment to Maurice, which she probably in needs my dreams, an attitude. Adjustment. In my dreams, though, that would be a fantastic <laughs> thing for me to do that to Maurice. But uh, and I'll be honest, I was like not on board with that. I'm like, okay, great. Like Miz has been one of the best parts of SmackDown yep. for the past year yep. with Maurice. But if you watch Talking Smack, he cuts a promo this week on John Cena that was like so re- like you. You know, they're pulling from a lot of things in real life. Um, the fact that, you know, Nikki Bella wasn't really doing much in the company and then she starts dating John Cena. She becomes the longest reigning Divas champion, gets her own reality show, gets her own spinoff reality show. So all these things are happening because she's dating John Cena. Miz calls all that stuff out. So I think it's going to be an entertaining match. It's getting like an old school kind of build and it's getting like a real life kind of feel to it, which I like. And then McMahon and Styles has the potential to steal the show. You really just, think so? Just like huh. one of my favorite matches ever is Angle versus Shane McMahon. The one where he th- threw him against threw the thing the and like broke his neck. Yep. Yeah, had to do it twice to yep. get him through the glass. <laughs> Shane <laughs> like, McMahon is a good batter, like a good pincushion. He's I he's say a battering ram. Yeah, <laughs> like pincushion. Dude, the guy you know jumped off hell in a oh, cell last year. That was insane. Granted, he, you could tell he landed on a gigantic cushion, but still, oh, jumping still off of a cage like that. I, it, what, if he, that, what if he missed? Yep. You know? He's dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't have a Shane McMahon. We have three little ones. Uh, or a bunch of pieces of Shane McMahon. I, I thought the opposite. I, I think AJ Styles deserves better than a Shane McMahon. I do agree with that. He like, should. What if Finn comes back? Can we just get... Because it's rumored that AJ is going to Raw. But put Finn on SmackDown. It needs the depth when he comes back. AJ Finn Balor would be the match of the year. Mm-hmm. There was also talks uh, saying that Nakamura wanted to wrestle Styles. Which yes, saw that. He did, said it himself. Um, they did at Wrestle Kingdom in yeah. Japan, and it was like crazy that, awesome match. That, that's mm. your boy, right? That has his music. Nakamura. 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 Oh my god! I Nakamura a lot, but I, you know, I'm 30 dude, years old I swear, now. I'm gonna throw my back dude, out. No, dude, I swear, I wait for that guy's back to just break <laughs> in half. He just bends. I'm like, the king of strong style. He's got. That's gotta hurt. He's got NXT. First of all, Finn Balor, Bobby Roode, and Shinsuke have the greatest entrance themes. Ever. They're so good. But we do want to rush the show along a little bit. Uh, there's also potential Roman Reigns Undertaker being set up. I'm okay with that. I do, The only reason I'm not is because Undertaker if, 76. If, if Braun Strowman backed down the other night from Taker, it's like uh, Taker, you saw how kind of lame he looked at the – and by lame I mean like limp at the, at the rumble. Yeah. He looks old. He looks frail. He Roman, is. I know he is. But if you're going to put Roman Reigns over, he's been getting more pop lately from the crowd. So if you're going to put him over against Taker, and now Taker has two losses on his record, I'd be cool with him going out with the one loss to Lesnar, even though I hated it. But two losses, it almost feels weird that it's Lesnar and Roman Reigns, the two guys that the WWE just will not stop pushing on us. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason I'm not really okay with it. But WrestleMania seems to have a good card coming up. So far. And they're saying that the show alone is going to be six and a half hours. 
Which last year when we were in Dallas for WrestleMania, we looked at our phones. We're like, okay, it's four, and then we looked again. We're like, it's eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. Like, what is going? You guys on? are gonna be wrecked. Yeah, yeah. yeah last yeah. year it was a sea of beer cans on our row. It was embarrassing. <laughs> last year it was me, Ryan Cunningham, Bill Cunningham, and Blaze. Uh, Ryan Cunningham fell asleep, and Bill was playing VR. So, <laughs> wow. that's funny. Um, yeah, it was, but it was great. It was an awesome, awesome time. Even though the mania itself <clears throat> wasn't so good, except for woo 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 Intercontinental Champion. That's right. That's what I'm saying. So we're gonna get into our top three WrestleManias right now. And because Sam is the biggest wrestling fan <laughs> out of all of us, he's gonna start with right. his third so, WrestleMania. Dude, I had a. I was like Wikipedia. I looked up every damn WrestleMania I could find because it, it's been years. All 32 of them. But the one that you probably would think I would mention, I'm not because I'm assuming one of you guys are going to because I think you guys would be able to talk about it better than I can. But I went with WrestleMania 9 mm. from Ontario, Canada. That was not Ontario, Canada. Yes, it was. I wrote it down. WrestleMania 9 was outdoors at Las Vegas. Well, you said it last time and got it wrong, so no, I double-checked my facts. It's on my list. Well, so. double, double check because he got this wrong, fellas, ladies and gentlemen. So I got Hulk WrestleMania versus nine is outdoors. Hulk versus Ultimate Warrior. That's WrestleMania six. Well, you read it upside down. Well, I guess you had a few to drink. Nine last or six, night. but I, I was a little bit tipsy when I did it. But whatever one Hulk was, um, no, the one from Ontario Canada wasn't that WrestleMania ten because that was when Edge was in the crowd for. Well, was that? I just went with the that match. Ultimate Warrior beats the Hulk at the end. Oh, uh, that's WrestleMania six. Okay, so that's what I went with. Gives him the old splash on the back. Exactly. Gets so. a pin. WrestleMania I, I will six. confirm my drunken report. You just, Damian, you, just what you, your, you just flipped your nine and your six. WrestleMania nine, real quick, is one of the worst manias of all time, but it's on my list for a reason I, I'll say in a minute. WrestleMania 15 is, the, I, in my opinion, the worst of all time, and coincidentally, it's the one that was held here in Philadelphia. Yes. <laughs> it's on my list, dude. <laughs> What's your number three? So my number three, uh, I would have to say, is WrestleMania five. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Mega powers collide. Mm-hmm. So you had a, a year-long build of Macho Man, uh, Elizabeth, Hulk Hogan. You also had Rick Rude versus the Ultimate Warrior for mm. the Intercontinental Title. Rick Rude won the title, which was shocking. Yeah, shocking. Um, it was just it was like a screwy finish, and you had you know Bobby Heenan, the manager of champions. Yep. So I just loved that, and it it just felt like a. A spectacle watching that and I, I that was the first Wrestlemania I ever watched as a kid I had it on VHS I don't know how I acquired that but I just watched it religiously because mm-hmm. I was just all in on Hulk Hogan as a kid my number three is Wrestlemania 9 uh, outdoors. It, it, was, it was six but <laughs> <laughs> outdoors at Caesars Palace yep. uh, Wrestlemania 9 and the reason that I have it on my list is because I watched it from Canada uh at the uh, at Niagara which, Falls, which Stephen Amell was there, it was like a, one of the notes on the six thing was uh, really yeah was he, a, he was there when he was a kid. Um, I thought that was pretty. It cool. was also the first WrestleMania I ever watched, and it goes down as one of the worst WrestleManias ever. But here's the the reasons I like it. Now a lot of people are going to criticize the the ending with Bret Hart and Yokozuna for the title. Yokozuna beats Bret Hart. Uh, Bret Hart had him in the sharpshooter. Mister Fuji throws the the powder or whatever into his face. Yokozuna rolls him up, gets the pin, but then Hulk Hogan comes out in 18 seconds, drops a leg on Yokozuna and wins the title. And and Hogan had a part of that, and it's it's annoying because I'm not the biggest Hogan fan, and Brett kind of got screwed out of the title, and I love Brett. He's, he was my number three on our top, or maybe even number two, I think, on my top favorite wrestlers. Um, but uh, and, and Shawn Michaels opened the show, I believe, against Tatanka. Um, but the match of the night for me, and everybody laughs, but I love it, was Undertaker, Giant Gonzalez. Oh, man. I love Giant Gonzalez. If you don't know who Giant Gonzalez is, he's seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. <laughs> Argentinian who had a bodysuit with... 
patches of hair all over it. And he he was like the great Kali before the great Kali, but much cooler. And he was slow and awful, but I loved him because when I'm a kid, I'm looking up at this giant. I got to see him live when I was up the Poconos against King Mabel. Oh, um, man. So that was a huge yeah, match. I don't know how the ring held up for that match. <laughs> and I'm looking at this guy. I'm his front row, and I'm looking up, and I'm like, this dude's huge. And he became, at that time, one of just my, my favorite things to watch because you're a six-year-old seven-year-old kid and you're just blown away and the match was shit and undertaker <laughs> and undertaker won um but i believe he got like well, I, I think what happened was he got so injured from giant gonzalez doing something to him and he got rushed to the back uh and then came back out and then choke slammed him and, and picked up the victory but a great wrestlemania even though it was a shitty yeah. WrestleMania. Sam, you're number two you. after number six. <laughs> well, Damien said 15 was the worst. I have it at number two. It was in Philly. Um, just for a few reasons. It was, a, what, Stone Cold versus The Rock was the main. Um, was that the first time they went? I think it was number I think It was on yeah, I think it was their first. 15, yes. 17, and 18, I think. Yep. And they were at the, one of the other ones. But I think The Rock was supposed to pin Stone Cold or something. He didn't get it. Botched finish. Then he, well, then he, I think he rock bottomed the ref. Then Vince McMahon came out. Then they, they both started kicking the shit out of Stone Cold. And then Mankind came out, mm, threw, threw right. Vince out of the ring. And then eventually Stone Cold picks up the victory, beats that ass. So I went with number two. My number two is actually WrestleMania 2000. Uh, really? You had a McMahon, also heralded as one of the worst. As one of the worst, but it I, had I guess one singles kid, match on the whole card. Yeah. As a kid, I loved it because it was the main event was a McMahon in every corner. Yep. So you had Big Show, Big Show Mankind, Mankind The Rock, H. and Triple H. Yeah. Wow. And they each had a McMahon in their corner. Um, and then just like taking a look at the card, I just pulled it up. Oh, God, let's see what they had here. Some probably real terrible things. Uh, a tag. So there was a tag match with Al Snow and Steve Blackman, <laughs> who are collectively known as Head, head cheese. cheese. Oh, my God. <laughs> taking on the team of TNA. Test and Test Albert. And Albert. <laughs> <laughs> so there were some bad things. But then also they had the ladder match for the tag titles, the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, okay. and the Hardy Boys, mm-hmm. which was a really, really good match, uh, really enjoyable. And then the main event was just something I really liked. So that was my number two because at that time you had the Attitude Era was, you know, kind of, I mean, still at the height of its popularity and there was just so much stuff going on. And you had... You know, Eddie Guerrero, the Radicals, Too Cool, all these guys that... And then the game, WrestleMania 2000 and, and No Mercy had all these guys in it too. So, like, just that whole era of wrestling was always something that meant a lot to me. Plus, it got its own Nintendo 64 game. Yes. <laughs> WrestleMania 2000 did get its own Nintendo 64 game. And that's the cool thing is I have one of the worst manias, you have one of the yeah. worst manias, and Damien has one of the worst manias. <laughs> Yet, that's the different. That's the thing, man. Like, it, it does not matter. Um, my number two would be WrestleMania 25, more for the main event, but I'll go through the card. Money in the Bank was CM Punk versus Kofi Kingston versus Kane versus Mark Henry versus Christian versus Finley versus Shelton Benjamin versus MVP for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, the flips that Shelton Benjamin did, he stole the show in that opening match. Now, that wasn't, was that the, that wasn't the first Money in the Bank. It was not. 21 no, no. was the first, right? I don't remember. I love you guys just know. I don't remember, <laughs> but I, I think I remember Shelton Benjamin jumping off of the top rope or the top turnbuckle doing a, a moonsault or a flip 
somebody getting off the ladder and he went right through the ladder and it was just Ouch. it was unbelievable what Shelton Benjamin did and I hope he does come back to SmackDown. He was supposed to be at hurt. Then you have Matt Hardy versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, then you had a 25 Diva bo- uh, Battle Royal. The interpromotional match, two out of three falls. Vladimir Kozlov versus Batista, but that was when Batista wasn't Batista yet. He wasn't as big. He, as he wasn't Drax. Okay. Yeah. At that <laughs> yeah. point, Intercontinental Championship match, JBL versus Rey Mysterio. A handicap match, Chris Jericho versus Roddy Piper, Jimmy Snuka, and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. That match was Man. so good. Three legends versus oh Chris God. Jericho. Unbelievable. Uh, the WWE Championship match was Triple H versus Randy Orton. The World Heavyweight match was John Cena versus Edge versus the Big Show in a triple threat. Oh, damn. Then you had a tag team titles unification match, the Colognes versus the Miz and Morrison. Mm. An ECW championship match, Evan Bourne, who I loved before he got hurt and kind of left the company for other reasons, versus Jack Swagger, who just got released from the company. Mm -hmm. And then one of the greatest matches of all time, false finishes galore, honestly did not know who was going to win. Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. Yes. Oh, what a match that was. That match was awesome. Undertaker won? Yes. Yeah. Okay. This was before his streak ended to okay. Brock Lesnar. I gotcha. Well, let's see if I got this number right because let's, I was a little inebriated. WrestleMania X7? <laughs> is, that, is that yours? That was my number one as well. Well, dude, just look at 18. Well, it was just looking at the card. Um, you had like the street fight of the, the McMahon, Sean yeah. and Vince. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Sean, baby. Sean, that's Sean McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, Shane McMahon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you had under Undertaker. <laughs> no, they, seriously. Same mother, different dad. He's they had un, Undertaker beating Triple H. Yep. You and had then, TLC, too. And then, of course, my favorite is Stone Cold beating The Rocket. But you also had TLC, too, with... The Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, and the Dudleys were Jeff was hanging. Right, he right. was hanging from the belts. Spear. And then Edge jumped off the Spear. ladder and speared him, and they fell down together. So and crazy. It was the, that was the first like WTF moment Holy I've shit. ever seen. I don't even remember like, that. But it's, it's also my number one. We can skip yeah. that part. We'll head right to Damien's number one. My number one is a WrestleMania I got to go to. It was WrestleMania 30. Yes. Live from Praying. the Silver Dome. Or the yes. Super Dome, brother. Yes. Dan- I didn't make the only slip up. Daniel <laughs> <No>. Bryan. <laughs> Crushed that night. That was that was a night where they built a bunch of stars. Cesaro yep. won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, eliminating yep. Big Show, who was like the favorite to win. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar ended the Undertaker's undefeated streak I at WrestleMania. With, I watched it with Bill, Pitts. and we were sitting there, and we just looked around, and people were like, "Wait, that was that it? Was that it?" And then they flashed the one up there. Did you ever see the insane. famous face? Of the, of the guy, um, the Brock Lesnar guy. Yeah, the bro- here I'll show you. You keep you keep. Going. Um, and then of course like Daniel Bryan because mm-hmm. for Daniel Bryan was like in a way I guess like the fans because he was one of those guys that was like popular. Yeah. But they would just always push him down. They wouldn't like let him have the main event, let him have a title run or anything like that. So in one night. He beats Triple H to get into the main event that night for the title. Then he makes Drax the Destroyer tap out <laughs> to the yes lock, and he wins the WWE World Heavyweight Amazing. Championship. Also, Cena Wyatt was a good match. Cena Wyatt was a good match, too, because they were you know, elevating Wyatt. Even though he lost, I yeah. didn't think he needed to necessarily win. It's kind of crazy. Bray Wyatt's been in the company for so many years, and just in this year... The past couple months, he got his first few titles. Yeah, he, was, title he was Pudgy Pig heavily. before that. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry, that was the Power Rangers villain. <laughs> that was so funny. That was like, he was um, he was fat something or he was uh, uh, um, Husky Harris. Husky Harris. Wow, <laughs> what a name! Uh, the here, tank here this this engine. what I'm about to show you. This picture was the, one of the reactions caught live on camera after Lesnar beat the Undertaker. It has now become one of the most famous wrestling memes in the world. 
Oh yeah, I, I've seen, seen that, that before. That Holy dude's crap. reaction and that guy's actually like famous because now. of it. Yeah, that's funny. They, he's they, known that as picture the made him Brock Lesnar guy. All right, we're going to tri- uh, transition into our trivia. Dam- uh, Damien, did you bring questions for both of us? I did. All right, cool. So bring one question. All right, Damien's going to give one question. The first one of us to answer it will get the point. Christ. It's, if, it's, if it's wrestling related, take it with the grudge. It's heavily, it's heavily, oh, it is Christ. wrestling related. So is my trivia question to you. So. Oh. <laughs> I'll take the points, I guess. God damn it. All right. So, um, oh, by the way, trivia is seven to seven right now. We are tied up. We're going first to 11, win by two. It ain't looking good for me this week. Damien, let me hear you got. It's, it's an easy, it's a layup. I'm sorry. Um, first one to get it wins. What, what president hosted Trump? A WrestleMania. <laughs> Hold on, trick question. He hosted two. He hosted two. But it was at the Trump Tower. He hosted two. Was it four and five? Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, five and six, I think. Was it five and six? Yeah. No, it was four and five because six was in Ontario. That's and right. Edge, and Edge it was, was there. Four it was four and five. five. I got the point. Yeah, you got yeah. the point. Oh, you got the point. Shouted out right away. I mean, it was a give me. It was, yeah, you're. If, hey, listen, if, that was well, good. Dude, my only shot was if you if that question goes out, Greg's going to get it like that. <laughs> I couldn't allow it. If you say the word president, just say Bush, Trump, or Obama. You're going to get it. I had a shot. You know what I mean? (laughs) All right. So Sam is up 8-7 to for trivia. First time ever, baby. All right. I'm going to give you a chance to go up two points now, Sam. All right. So I cannot come back on you right now uh, this week. Sam. Wait. Do you have one for Damien or no? He was just giving us this week. Sam, uh, through the WWE slash WWF and WCW combined, how many titles – has Stone Cold Steve Austin won? Your favorite wrestler oh oh of all God. time. I, I have How a, many overall I have a num- titles? I have a number, I but I have to hear the that. questions. I'm, I have a number. I'm not saying just championship, like heavyweights. I'm talking tag titles, okay. everything. How many titles has he won between WWE and WCW? You want I have to. I have because I have a number you in You want my the head. numbers? All right. The answers are A, 19, B, 14, C, 8, D, 15. The odds that he said the number that's in my head, I have to go with it. 14. The answer is 19. Ah, damn it. I did the whole time I was just thinking 14. Including six-time WWF champion, All right, Stone that's, Cold Steve Austin. That, that's not bad. He had a okay. crap ton of, a crap Dude, ton of titles. 19. Uh, I was at Toby's house the other day, and you put on the – I know we watched it here. Again, yeah. he had when, when his neck Stone was broken. And, and, oh, oh, my oh, dude. It's, we watched it, that. It scares the that. shit out of me, man. Like a month or two ago, we watched it like 3 in the morning. Dude, I, it's, I didn't like sleep my, that night. That night I didn't sleep. I was like, oh, Christ, his neck. My butt just like tightens up when decimal I watch point. that. Like, oh god! <laughs> to the decimal <laughs> point, Sam. It's, what do you got for me? It's wrong. Okay, <laughs> so it's a question. I want Greg to answer first, and then Damien. I want to hear your guess after. You know, just to hear you know for shits and giggles. Okay. What was the highest grossing X Men movie besides Deadpool? Because that just doesn't highest grossing. This is like your fifth X-Men question in a row. You know I'm going to get them wrong. No, right? dude, I, I think this is pretty kind of <clears throat> easy. All right. We'll pretty kind of easy, baby. <laughs> um, do, do the Wolverine movies count? Yes. Oh, God. That makes it hard. That makes it yeah. It doesn't make me hard. I'll tell you that much right now. I'm, <laughs> as, I'm as soft as a baby's bottom right now, dude. I, I, I can give you some, some, some I don't stuff. want them. I don't want them. You know me. I want the point. I want to tie you up. I'm going to go... With X2. Final answer? Yes. I'll hear your answer because he's locked in already. So, Damon, what do you got? Okay, uh, I'm going to go X-Men First Class. Final answer? Final. 
Both are incorrect. Days yeah. mm. of Future Past. Yeah. And it, it crushed, like, the, the reason I asked it, everything else was, like, 400 This was 700 like, worldwide. So I kind of, That was $700 worldwide. 700 like, 35 million. <laughs> Apocalypse, right? No, Apocalypse made less. I think that only made, like, 500 Yeah. Rightfully so. They had Ivan Ooze as the villain, so. <laughs> Speaking of Ivan Ooze, if you need more Ivan Ooze, you can find them at wepodcastandweknowthings.com. Your one-stop shop for everything we podcast that we know things, including our iTunes feed, our Twitter feed, at wepodandweknow, our Instagram feed, at wepodcastandweknowthings, our link to our Facebook to go like us there. And on top of iTunes, you can also find the links to our Stitcher and our Google Play account and our Podbean. So many ways to listen to the show and interact with us. Feel free to do so all in one place. We podcast and we know things.com. I think I put a link to our Twitch page on there. I don't think I did yet, and I definitely didn't do our YouTube, so that's coming soon. Um, but we podcast and we know things.com. We're going to go from gaming to movies to music now. We're going to try and get through it before 1010, and it's 935. 220. We got it. <laughs> All right. So, ladies and well, gentlemen and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> Ash is not in the room anymore. Gentlemen and sort of gentlemen. We started streaming at 730 this morning. God darn. The Nintendo. Switch. Yeah, I love that. It was a, a lot. It was more fun than I thought I was actually going to have playing. I, I, so you know, I'll admit it. I'll, I'll admit, you know. So now he's burnt from when he didn't buy one last week when he had the. No, chance. I'm not burnt. I'm, I'm not salty. I still stick with my. You're smoldering my though. You're smoldering. You look a little burnt over there. Well, I'm not. You know, the deeds he had a little bit too much to drink last night, but <laughs> that's beside the point. Deedsy needs, needs a drink. Hey, what are you having? <laughs> Cream sherry. You're insane. <laughs> that's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> which, by, just real quick, I heard he was awesome in Con Skull Island. Oh, which which, getting which, good which I am seeing tomorrow, thank God. Yeah, it's getting good reviews. Speaking of reviews, the Nintendo Switch, we played it. We finally got hands-on with it. We have, we've touched it. We've held it. We've effed with the Joy-Cons. We've but we did it. not lick... The I, damn game. I almost. Oh, we did not put the game in our mouths. We know that <laughs> Nintendo put bitters on the cartridges. I, I dared you to, and you didn't do it. Um, Thank you, Alana, for we, showing me. We've played with the Joy-Cons. We got to hold the Pro Controller. We saw the hidden message inside of it. We saw Zelda running at, at 900p, 60 frames per second, but on the big screen. We got to play 1-2 oh. Switch, and the sleeper hit of the Switch, Snipper Clips. Boy, was that fun. If you want it, please twitch.tv slash vanilla bear 35 it's already archived it's already ready to go it's its own video our entire live stream of the switch check it out we implore you to it was so much fun how butthurt are you that you don't have one so (laughs) zelda looked really really good i have it on wii u so i can make the comparison but i'm I'm here to talk about snipper clips because that was and one two switch snipper clips both fun was it's so simple but so effectively fun. And it, I feel like it's so good because of the little faces that your characters make when you either jump on each other or squish down or cut each other. I, it's about partnering, too. I yep. mean, well, you know, you can play one player, two player. But, I mean, like, you know, for me and the way I game, I always look for, like, the big titles. So, you know, Middle Earth. Like, I love that. Mm, I yeah. can't wait for the new one to come out. And, you know, uh, anything Mario and, and you know, all the Zelda, the big name titles. But, like, Snipper Clips, when you brought that up to me, I'm like, I've heard some things about it. And then we're playing it, and it's just so much fun. You're we were laughing there, the entire time. And, yeah, you're, you're cracking up. It's hysterical. You're like, oh, man, you're so engaged with the game. And it's so much fun. And just playing with the Joy-Cons, like, top to bottom, left to right, everything about the Switch I love. Now, I know it's not without its issues. There's been some dead pixels there's been uh connectivity issues there's been scratches on the actual 
uh, tablet itself from docking and undocking it with the Switch. But Left Joy-Con issues, thinking? Yes. Um, I, but I haven't had any of that, knock on wood. I've been very good with mine, been very happy, and I just love it. And Snipper Clips, they're, you know, Nintendo's getting my 20 bucks because I need the full version of that game. <laughs> $20 for some of the best. Now, it's, it's definitely, definitely recommended to play that game co-op. Oh, easily. Mm-hmm. It, just that basketball game alone was, was hilarious. I suggest everyone to go check out our Twitch channel and, and check it out it's it's awesome when we do get the switch because it will happen it's eventually only time. it's only a matter of time um when we do get our own switch and again thank you so much for bringing it over damien we really appreciate it Dude, you no came problem. over at seven in the morning on saturday <laughs> listen so no no place what's that one song there's no place i'd rather be <laughs> uh, and and snipper clips will be a game we stream from oh, beginning to end oh, definitely every puzzle together and that that is my sleeper hit I, I, because Zelda's available on Wii U as a Switch exclusive? Snipper Clips gets my vote. I can see Snipper Clips being great. What we saw with Zelda was great. Even the one-two Switch where we were playing, I thought the mini games they were fun as hell. I mean, I can. We were talking that we can easily see how drinking games could be, you know, easily added to play this game to make it even that much more enjoyable. Yeah, we do drinking games for Mario Party, for Golden Eye, <laughs> for Mario Kart, and I can see that. And Mario Kart's only a month away, a month and a half away from being released. Mario and Kart Deluxe. I, I imagine you pre-ordered that. Oh yeah, I went. I went to GameStop and I gave them my five bucks. I said, "You hold that for me. <laughs> Keep it nice and warm. So I'll be back." And they're like, "Well, we don't have it yet. It doesn't come out till April." I'm like, "You know what I meant." <laughs> Yesterday was March 10th, so Mar 10 spells out Mario, so it was Mario Day. And they decided to drop a uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe trailer to go over all the details of the game. Um, every level from the DLC on is going to be included. So over 40 tracks from start. Holy um, shit, that much? That's yeah, awesome. Over everything that you play on the Wii yeah. U is will be available out of the box. Battle mode with its own stages, awesome. uh, like 10 extra characters and cards. Did they announce all the characters they, yet? Or? They did. Maybe. I mean, okay, supposedly. Okay, okay. You never know what's hiding, but they did uh, announce most. But the cool thing that... One of the cool things that they never announced before, two, two, I should say, one, during 200cc, you can now, they added a feature to make it a little easier, you can now break while you're drifting. So okay, you don't that's just cool, that's yep. cool. And they also added racer assist, which, uh, it's be, like bumper, bumpers for I'll bowling. I'll be using it. <laughs> bumpers for bowling, you can't fall off the level. So. Now you're speaking my language. Yeah, so that's, it's neat that they have those things to make it just a little bit more user-friendly and, uh, 200cc a little bit more accessible for anybody, because that shit is fast. I was, I was waiting for you, like, they got 300, like, oh shit, no! <laughs> Sam and I have been streaming 200cc Mario Kart 8 uh, on Wii U, and it's been it's, it's fun. Even it's though fun, I, but I we do not think, but it's it's fun. We do not place well, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, the Switch has had more two-day launch units sold in North America and Europe than any other piece of Nintendo hardware, including the Wii, which eclipsed 100 million units. It says something. That's impressive. It says something. I don't think the Switch is going to sell 100 million units. I think it's going to top out at probably 30, but. You think that's just thirty? I mean, the Wii U sold out in its first weekend too. So, it's and then that sold fourteen million. The Switch is limited. It's not as powerful as the HD twins. It's got a very limited launch lineup. It's got a very limited, you know, AAA lineup, third party support. Most of the games that we were talking about, one two Switch is a Nintendo exclusive. Zelda's a Nintendo exclusive, and Snipper Clips is a small indie game. So, where's the FIFA? Where's the Madden? The things that bring the casual gamer? No, you know. But they will be here. Eventually. They will. Well, FIFA will. I don't know about Madden. Maybe. But there, you know, just uh, yeah, it it was pretty limited with the launch titles. But when I saw Zelda, I was like, you know what, I got to get it. And honestly, I think Nintendo scared me straight into pre-ordering 
one, even though I ended up just getting one at Walmart, um, because of everything that happened with the Nintendo Classic and still not being able to find a Nintendo Classic in the wild in retail. Right there. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but here's the thing. In Japan, it didn't do so well. It barely outsold the Wii U's opening launch lineup. Is there a reason behind that? I don't think J- Japan, because... Arcades are still alive and well and thriving in Japan, and there's so much technology over there. Right. I don't think that the Switch. It was I mean, just like about, it was like nothing. If you ever see a video on in, online of Japan, people on a train, they are sardine packed. How mm-hmm. are you going to play the yeah. Switch on commute? Most people, you know, public transportation. Of course, it's difficult to do that in Japan. America, you sit on the whatever. So. I can see why it's a novelty thing for them, but over here and in Europe, man, it's selling like hotcakes right now, and it's impossible to find. I had my chance to get two, three if you count you fucking me over, um, but... <laughs> I, I don't hell I'm effing anyone over, just, you know, but okay. You, you could have hooked the boy up, and I would have given you money, but anyway, streaming services are coming to the Switch, quote-unquote, in time, says president of Nintendo America, Reggie fils So eventually we'll get Netflix and Hulu and stuff. Now... I, but you you recently said that the Switch didn't have like too much like power. You think that will be an issue with with nah, streaming the services? Wii, the Wii U can handle you think? Netflix, okay. so okay. Switch will handle it. And the screen does look better on Switch, so makes sense. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Yep. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. To Damien's point uh, a minute ago, it is the biggest launch title in the history of Nintendo, topping Super Mario sixty four. I mean, the game stunk. I'm kidding. It was actually it was it was it was actually really awesome. That just just to see like you you can kind of see like in like the background you said. It was like a flying saucer type of deal, and you see a castle over here. Like, it, it was awesome. And you can go to all of it whenever you and want. And even, even just the jump down. Uh, power like glider? Your, your power glider. You, you went for the raft, missed it. Like, it stuff like that. That's that's cool. I yeah. like I love, I love hunting. I mean, there's so much to do. There's side quests. You have the main missions. There's so much to do in the game. And, you know, like I was telling you guys, I and just like when we were uh, streaming it, I've barely scratched the surface on the game, and I've probably been playing it at least five hours, and I still feel like there is just so much I can do. And, and to, to that point, I, I mentioned you guys earlier, Alana Pierce said, you know, after she beat the game, it took her like 55 hours or something that, I guess it tells you a percentage of how much you beat the game, and she only beat it 10%. So you play 55 hours, and you only beat it 10%. You could spend 55 hours just walking around the world. Yeah. Collecting and killing that's monsters. Cra- that's crazy. And I can see exploring. It, it taking over people's lives. It has. <laughs> MRC Tech LLC. Sean Carcitti definitely taking over his life. He was. He you took, it. He picked up his wife from work in the two minutes he was waiting for. He's playing Switch. <laughs> Savage. Hey man, that's what the Switch is for, though. Um, don't let anybody fool you. It is still really good on Wii U. It doesn't look as great. Now you, down you, from you texted me once you got it. You were hype as shit. It's it's just as good. There's there's frame rate issues just like in the Switch version, but it's in different spots than the Switch version. Yeah, it's seriously just as good. Unbelievable game. Either way you go, you can't go wrong with uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, whether it be Wii U and Switch. Um, getting off of the Nintendo piece, any final thoughts on the Switch before we move on? Oh, you know what we haven't talked about? One two Switch. You said the mini games were great. Which one was your favorite, Sam? I, I mean, I, I'm the the Wild Wild West. That was cool. The, 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 the fake one too. Oh, the fake the one. Fake I like one, fake that draw. was cool. The the plate spinning that was kind of fun. You know, you can mess each other up. That was cool. And but with the that uh the the ball one, the ball count. That yeah, that was that was just, just what they could do with technology. Now it's it's just absolutely impressive. 
Yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah, that that shows off the Joy-Cons and everything that they're capable of. Like you said, I kind of wish it was a pack-in game because mm-hmm. I paid 50 bucks for it. Now, will I get my money's worth? Yeah, because it's hilarious when you're playing with other people. It gets you talking to other people. It gets you using the technology. But I think that should have been a pack-in for sure. Because here's the problem, longevity. So let's say Damien and his girlfriend are playing it, and they have fun with it. They play all 28 mini games. A week later, they play it again. They laugh just a little bit less. They have just a little bit less fun. They know what to expect. You just have to drink a little bit more. Right. But <laughs> him showing it to us for the first time and Ash for the first time, we were was cracking awesome. up it was laughing. awesome. And then Ryan and Rachel come over. We show it to them. They, we crack up laughing. Then Tom Flynn comes over. We crack up laughing. And then we have a big party, and everyone's already seen it, and people are like, let's get crunk before yeah. we play it. <laughs> yep. I think that's yeah. where it can lose it. I can see it. that. But, so you're, but you will get 50 bucks worth of, of value out of that game. And I would say the ball count. That was, was probably milking was, fun. was was funny. I th- I now think of milk in a whole different light. I don't know. I you guys did eat a lot of hoagies. Yeah, the eating contest is my favorite. I'll, I'll, that is it is probably the most suggestive game <laughs> yes. that I've ever played uh, ever. And I've never ever. realized how good I am at milking a cow or you think you're eating a <laughs> eating a virtual sandwich <laughs> via an IR reader. But, but again, it was Scanner. it was hilarious to see. It's so fun. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. I mean, you just make an idiot out of yourself, but you have fun while you're doing exactly. it. Exactly. Ghost Recon Wildlands, the big release of last week. Ubisoft's big game um, had a huge beta, 6.5 million players. It's getting decent reviews, but it's, I think at least, it's completely overshadowed by Horizon Zero Dawn and, and Zelda. I mean, it's it's definitely tough competition to how do you expect to beat Zelda, which everyone's been waiting for for years and years. So right. I mean, and Horizon Zero Dawn is a huge hit on PS4. Uh, everybody's loving that too. So I can totally see how Wildlands just gets caught up in the shuffle. A lot of hardcore military shooter fans and shooter fans in general are, are enjoying it. It is selling well. It's getting decent reviews. They're saying it's a little boring. Um, but I would also say that a lot of that is because Zelda and yeah. and Horizon are just doing so so well. Um, Ariza, the Overwatch hero, yep. we had just mentioned last week. Well, we're probably going to be waiting to the end of March to play her. She needs some tweaking. I guess she was just too strong or too, or weak. too weak. Okay, yeah. so it makes sense. Yeah, and and rather not rush it anyway. There's 23 or four other heroes to play as that game. You don't need to rush this along and unbalance what is an already great game. You're adding additional content for free. You don't even pay for this stuff. Take your time, Blizzard. Overwatch is one of the most uniquely fantastic shooters of this or any generation. I know Damien and I have played it um, before online on Xbox One with our friend Jay um, Anna, Matt, yep. uh, we, we've had a big team, uh, big team battle going in Overwatch, and I think when you're when you have twenty something other characters that you need to balance out, um, bringing in a new character, especially a tank character, uh, can be a hundred percent. You know, you need to nail it. Yeah, because, of course. Because Overwatch is a delicate gale. <laughs> she's a delicate. She's a delicate flower. So when does the new character drop? Uh, probably the end of March. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Gears of War March update is adding two new maps: Diner, which is a new map where you'll be fighting inside of a, a closed diner, uh, you know, kind of rundown, or an outside open area, more for sniping. And it's also adding Old Town, a Gears of War three map. Uh, I believe it's free for the season pass. I hope it's free to everybody. I should have done a little bit more research. Yeah. I haven't played Gears of War 4 that as much That was my lately. next question to you. Yeah, I still Did haven't you finished beat the campaign it? yet. Oh. 
Um, I'm playing a lot of Rocket League with Ryan Cunningham right now. We're not playing Gears Did right you now. Play the basketball version yet? We all, I okay, have cool, already. Cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, but we're doing a lot of Rocket League right now, which you and I will play in a little bit. But, uh, but cool to see them still uh, supporting Gears of War Four. It did not get the release that it deserved, and it did not get the, the acclaim it deserved. So, um, anyway, Outlast. Does anybody know what Outlast is? I do not. I do not. Horror. It's an indie title, but it's a horror game. Uh, very that, close. That nail on the head. Well, I don't very, know it. very close corridor. Very scary. Uh, it's a sleeper hit. It's getting a sequel. Outlast two. It's coming out four twenty five. Gets a release date. And uh, at the same time, they're going to release the Outlast Trinity, which is Outlast, Outlast uh, something or other. The middle game. I forget what it was. A smaller title. And Outlast two all together as a physical release on four twenty five. So that's cool. Uh, according to Deadline, Jason Momoa, aka Aquaman, aka Cal Drogo, will star in an upcoming adaptation of the video game Just Cause, a film reportedly being directed by Brad Payton. Uh, Br- uh, Brad Payton directed um, was that well, kind of crap movie, um, Battleship. Was oh, it, that was a, like a few years ago. That yeah, came around yeah, in 2012, yeah. right? I think they were. They were uh, I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he directed was that one, based off of the Hasbro game. Yeah, yes. and it wasn't. It wasn't good. <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> and, neither, and neither will Just Cause. <laughs> but I don't know. Hey, it's Jason Momoa. That dude's a beast. I, I will watch anything he's in. I, that's it. Just Cause is a, is a open world. Far Cry, Grand Theft Auto, we want to be type yeah, game. So Saints Row, Jason Momoa, killing, kicking ass. Sign me up. And it, then it'll be cool, but yeah, I I guess Just Cause is a fun game, but uh, video game movies I mean, suck. if it's open world and he's starring in it, I guess that's Just Cause to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, brother. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, for the spirit of today, uh, for all the, the streaming of it we did, let's switch over to movies. Uh, you've both seen Logan. Yeah. I know what happens in the end, but I haven't seen it yet. It tops the box office at eighty-five point three million for its opening weekend. Made already over three hundred worldwide on a ninety-seven million dollar budget. I'm, I'm just glad to see that it's it's getting you know the reviews it deserves. It's making money, which it deserves. It's the best Wolverine solo movie to me. It's better than any X-Men movie. What would you what do you think? It was like it was really grounded because you know all these X Men movies you have like weird leather suits and you have all these different mutants and CGI Jennifer and Lawrence. and Jennifer Lawrence and nothing wrong with that. Uh, no way. As nothing I wrong put with that chapstick on my lip. <laughs> it's, it's nothing wrong with that. It's like uh, Clerks Two where yep. he's putting the chapstick. <laughs> Tucks uh, it between his legs. <laughs> um, I loved it though, man. It was so it was so grounded and so like gritty. But it was so good. It was it was simple, but the acting was awesome. And like you know, not just being a comic fan, like a Wolverine fan, things like that. But I really think Hugh Jackman should be getting a some nod. kind of nod for his work just over the past seventeen years. Yeah. If Suicide Squad can win an Oscar, oh, dude, oh Logan yeah. no, can win absolutely. an Oscar. Just his ADR that he he released, I think, is on his like his his Facebook, his Instagram. I posted on We Podcast. We know things on our Facebook. It's it's maybe thirty seconds long, but it. I was like, I was ready to rip someone's head off. I, I was up. Like, oh, let's go to the gym. Let's let's. It was just so freaking awesome. I. I just I I don't know who's good. I I would actually hate to follow in his shoes to bring, to try to follow that. I don't know. I, I even though he said Tom Hardy would be a, a guy to replace, I can kind of see that. But it's still Aaron Paul. Aaron yeah. Paul. <laughs> I love the guy, but he he, he Wolverine, bitch. <laughs> but it, he, he just went out on to just uh, to, to, to make this your last movie 
I mean, I, I tip my hat to him. It, it was my favorite of all, all his films. Definitely. It was good. It was really, 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 really Sam, good. there's a lump in your pants. <laughs> That's air, brother. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, the Nothing top, but air. The t- <laughs> The top 10 weekend <laughs> box office uh, go as follows. Logan obviously crushes the box office at 85.3. The other movies have been out, so of course they're going to be lower. But coming in second is Get Out at 26.1. The Shack, uh, not that Shack, 16.1. Uh, Lego Batman at 11.7, which is su- surprising that it's that low that quickly. I thought it would have more staying power, but I get why. It's not because it's a DC tie-in movie. Uh, Before I Fall at four point nine million. John Wick Chapter Two at number six. Hidden Figures number seven. (laughs) The Great Wall at number eight. Fifty Shades Darker at number nine. And La La Land still kicking ass at number ten at the box office. Jeez. I mean, hey, as long as John Wick, Lego Batman, I'm good. It's good to see those films going because we need sequels, baby. I just saw John Wick, the first one, and I was like, this is awesome. And dude, and, and dude, another guy at work, I think my buddy Tom, too, never saw any of it. I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, I, it's probably one of his best movies ever. I started, the replacements. I started watching, oh, mm-hmm. John Wick. I started watching the X Men films, as I told you last Sunday. Yep. I got six minutes in and had to turn it off because it was five in the morning and. It's one of those Blu-rays with really loud sound effects, but really low yeah. speaking volume. So I'm up and down, up and down. She's sleeping. Uh, what's her face? Ashley? No, 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 <laughs> not my fiance, dumbass. The girl, who true oh, blood, true blood. Anna Paquin. Thank you, Anna Paquin. Um, she's in like her bedroom and yeah. whatever, and that was even really like loud. And I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta stop. It's- I watched another movie instead, which I will talk about that I did not put in the rundown. Okay, cool. As, as we will see. But do you think now that DC, do you think they'll be more open to R-rated films now that we see Wolverine's success? I'm sorry, Logan's success and Deadpool's success? Well, we know that they're open to it because Warner Brothers issued a statement saying, yes, we are open to release, you know, have R-rated films, but depending on the character. Of course, they're not going to just probably, you know, just to think. I don't I don't think, uh, maybe Flash. Will the Suicide Squad sequel become R? I, I could see mm. that being up, but like the Flash, I could see like PG-13. I wouldn't think C-G, they would take. I would that little I, piece of shit. I wouldn't. Yo. Ezra Koenig, or no, that's the lead singer. That's from Vampire Ezra Weekend. Miller. Ezra Miller. So back off the Flash, even though this movie's been delayed more times than I can count. It's not I'm, coming out. I'm in a flash. Someone's got to stay. <laughs> someone's got to stay faithful. So yeah, yeah. yeah the but hype yeah. for that movie will be over in a flash. I want Grant Gustin to uh, oh, be it. Who doesn't, man? Hashtag Ezra Miller is Ezra. Uh, Ezra Miller. <laughs> Ezra Miller. How do you spell is that? Hashtag not my flash. <laughs> I can't stand Ezra Miller. He's just not funny, and he's not Tom I just Holland. Think Perks of a Wallflower, and I'm like, this guy's supposed to be Barry Allen. Yeah, that's, that's the only movie I've seen him in. But he was good. He was great in the movie because Emma Watson carried him. But but to see like, to bed. Well, and, and Logan Lerman was in it too. He was good. But just to see how he's going to come from I'm playing that the hot character, female, I, I, not the, I hear not the male. I'm just trying to other actors that also carried the film. <laughs> Jesus, it was, ah, Emma Watson can't carry everything. Yes, she can. She can carry my heart. Deadpool and Cable will both be in the X Force film, according to Simon Kinberg, writer and producer. That's pretty neat. But which we knew, kind of knew. At yeah. the end of Deadpool, he says Cable will be in the next one. So it is we knew, but at it's, the Ferris Bueller scene, yeah, yeah. of course. But it's it's awesome to, to hear confirmation about it. So thank God, I'm excited for that. There it was before Logan, a Deadpool two teaser. We stuck in the phone booth for a long time, having a lot of fun with it. It's hilarious. Uh, it gives the impressions, though, that there could be Cable's daughter in the next one, too. I mean, I, I don't really know too much about his daughter, to be honest. Um, I think her name's like Holly Summers, something like that. But, I mean, I, 
I hope we don't see her at least in the, the second Deadpool. I'd rather, if we see her make it down the line, don't rush into you know because she's she, she is a new character. I believe she was created in like 07, like if I'm not mistaken. But I mean, hey, I mean, whatever you give me, I'm going to take. But yeah, I mean, you know, we got Cable. I'm just waiting to see. Fires. I knew it. I'm sitting here. My, my eyes were closed so tight. I was either going to hear Fios or DSL from his mouth. He was all over I, it. I just, you, U-verse. <laughs> Cable and U-verse. Uh, yes, oh, that's God. Universal Studios' new movie, Universe. The U-verse. Uh, Zazzy Beats uh, from Atlanta. No, not, this, not the city. The show or whatever. Oh, yeah. To play Domino in Deadpool 2. I mean, I've never seen that show or anything she's been in, which I think it's kind of cool to bring in, a, a, at least for me, a no-name someone I don't really, you know, I'm not really sure where to play Domino, but I'm okay with it. There's Atlanta, there's Nashville. I'm waiting for Carson City uh-huh. to be the next show coming on. <laughs> but hey, it's, it's Domino, it's Deadpool 2. Just where's, sign me up. Where's Deuce? I need Deuce and Domino. Deuce and Domino. Deuce and Domino. WWE tag team. Were they the champs? Did they ever win the titles? Yes. They won the titles from London and Kendrick. Yeah. The longest reigning SmackDown tag team. This is what happens when you get two wrestling nerds in the building. Brian Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick. I hope you fell, you son of a bitch. The cruiserweight classic. Deuce or Domino, I forget, became somebody else. Deuce became Sim Snooker. Because he was he was the stepson of Jimmy Superfly. Okay, Snuka. that's it, that's it. And that was, went nowhere because they were like, "You're like yeah. 37. I was, Why are we yeah. trying?" That's to do it. This I was right watching now. Wrestling with Regret on YouTube, and then he did a top eight countdown of the worst seeds, and that was one of them. Um, <laughs> wow. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> do you You're watch Wrestling seed. with Regret? No, I need to. Uh, now. I will. I will hook you up with three of my favorite wrestling YouTubers. <laughs> wrestling with Regret being number one. He does really good top eights. Um, so in the Thor Ragnarok film, Thor was uh, is on some cover of some magazine, don't care, but he looks much different. Got a haircut, no longer with the flowing blonde locks, kind of short and sweet. He got the four blade. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it does. I've seen people it. bitched about, but there is stories. Of, I, think it's, I think it was like the unworthy Thor, I think where he, his hair is actually short. People are bitching, but no, the comics before you start bitching, but I'm okay with the freaking haircut. So that's when he's like humbled, I guess. Yeah, exactly, because, you know, we, the, he was not worthy of the Milnor or whatever. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. It's kind of yeah. He um, with that haircut, he actually looks a lot like that actor uh, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, oh, so, dude, I yeah. saw that. I would even go with Liam too. No, Liam Hemsworth. They're brothers. Get it? No. Okay. <laughs> so there were some plot spoilers released, but I didn't look at them either, personally. Either, either I, didn't I don't want to. I don't want to. Good. Go see the movie. Uh, <laughs> Terry, <laughs> Terry Notary, who plays Rocket in all three of the modern Planet of the Apes movies and actually played in King Kong himself in Kong Skull Island, the motion capture, has been revealed to play Thanos' right-hand bad guy in the upcoming Marvel Avenger, I'm sorry, Avengers Infinity War, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, they didn't give his name, which is smart. Just yeah. give us the villain I'm okay with. Perfect. Uh, I guess switching from Disney to Disney, <laughs> which is weird, Beauty and the Beast uh, is coming out this Thursday. I have the IMAX first screening ticket. I'm excited for it. <laughs> Going to go see it in IMAX in 3D over at the Regal in Warrington. 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. And and it's it's not getting good reviews other places. Now, yeah. it did get – I have the IGN review here. It got an 8.0 as great. While it doesn't rise to the heights of last year's <laughs> tremendous version of The Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast is far from an artistic misfire of Alice in Wonderland when it comes to Disney's current love of turning their animated classics into live action. Powered by Bill Condon's direction and terrific performances from a game cast, I think it might have been great, Uh, it's a lovely film that includes the elements fans of the animated classic would hope to see, while introducing some new uh, aspects that, by and large, 
effortlessly fit with the original story's framework, yet feel appropriate as far as both expanding and grounding the characters in their world. You'll find it very hard not to go home humming or singing Gaston. Disney's new live-action version of Beauty and the Beast is well done, hard to resist, and a beloved story. That's a solid. That's a solid. Eight point It says it's great, but I was expecting more because they're they're clearly stating the Jungle Book. This is the same publication that gave the Switch a six point seven and then bumped it to a seven after the uh, after at least. But I trust IGN. I like IGN. Eight point is a good score, but I was expecting at least a drawing better than the Jungle Book. I'm kind of surprised because they already have everything laid out. It's not like it's a reimagining. They're just they doing a live. Stuff, yeah, this, they, so they did some, some big change that people so, I know aren't. aren't I, I think the purists. I'm sure. The purists are probably going to be like, okay. But, um, I mean, listen, my boy Gandalf, he's Cogsworth. I'm in, no matter <laughs> Dude, what. how about, you, you watch that show Legion on FX? No, I haven't seen it yet. Dude, well, same actor, Dan Stevens, who's playing Legion. He's he's actually he's the, the beast. beast. Yeah, which I, I just recently found out. So, hopefully it's, you know, I like him in that portrayal. Wreck-It Ralph 2 now has a release date of almost a year from today, March 9th, 2018. Nice. John C. Riley, I'm in. I love it. Disney screens The Last Jedi for shareholders, offering a look at Rey's story in Episode 8. It's like a little short, uh, I believe... Mark Hamill and, and, and Daisy really have a, a brief dialogue, but you also see Chewie, Finn, and Leia in the footage. So that's mm. it's pretty neat. But now everybody's just getting hyped and no, anxious every, for no, episode eight. It's funny because this December, even uh, my buddy Dom uh, even texted me he's like, "I guess someone like a, a fan made trailer came out of it." He was like, "Is it real? It's not real. It was fan made." And I was I would I would expect a trailer any time now. Yeah. Like, People are sharing a Game of Thrones season seven yep. trailer, and all it is is season six footage cut up. And I have to post every time in comments, "This is fake, yep. guys." <laughs> it's coming from Game of Thrones fan page. <laughs> You're one stop shop for everything Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's not even a verified. It doesn't even have a blue check mark. I um I I can't wait for the trailer. I'm guessing Star Wars Celebration is in April this year in Orlando, Florida. It's actually the week after WrestleMania. And they're skipping it next year, by the way. This really? is going to be the last Star Wars Celebration for two years. I didn't put in the rundown, but it was released oh, yesterday. Wow. So I'm guessing the trailer is going to drop then. It has to because has they to. did it last Some, year. Yeah. Teaser, give us something, you know. I just hope that the trailer doesn't show a lot. Speaking of trailers, today is the, what, 11th? Yes. A new Wonder Woman trailer, the final trailer, is dropping today at some time. So yeah. check it out. I'll no. probably post it we'll on WePodcast. We know things on yeah, Facebook. We'll post it on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I'm excited for that, honestly. I mean, Wonder Woman? Oh, dude. They, they need to be. They, they need released something. a 15 second teaser last night. They got, they got She's to knock it out of the park. She's they have such to. a badass. Yeah, they need awesome. this movie. DC needs the movie. Dude, if this fails, oh, Jesus. Then I'm nervous. I wrote a trim reboot. Uh, no, which was hilarious. But it's a Tron reboot because my autocorrect <laughs> starring Jarrett Leto is in development. I could care less. I don't. I don't. I don't know Tron. why. Why would they? They just did like Tron Legacy a couple years did, ago. Did you see? Did you see Legacy? I didn't see Legacy, I, but they brought Jeff Bridges back, so I was like, okay, cool. They're gonna make more, but I guess because it didn't make enough, they're like, you know, I what? mean, it, it made a little bit of money, but it, I just thought the movie was okay. I didn't think it was something that blew me out of the water. What's I'm Jared not gonna crash you. I'm just going to ride you real, real fast. Like, like, what's Jared Leto going to do to get in character space for this? Like, sleep with appliances or something? Like, <laughs> I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to wrap my body in circuitry and walk I can, around. I can imagine public. him in a Tron suit with the grill from, <laughs> from <laughs> <Nice>. Suicide Squad. <laughs> He's a method actor. You never know. God, I was yeah, so There's some about meth with him, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That definitely. was a crazy movie, by it the way. Was, it was. The first photo of Jurassic World 2 has been released. Yes. Have you seen it? I did see it. I it's did see the, the little girl. We don't know who she is. Suspected to be Bryce Dal- Dallas Howard's daughter, uh, in the film at least, uh, in a museum full of dinosaur skeletons. Pretty neat. With a giant triceratops 
uh, skull. So, I mean, I, I can't wait. Sign me up. Dinosaurs, I'm, I'm in. I'm dying Love to it. hear any kind of like what it's. I just want to see a trailer, what it's going to be about. Because obviously, <laughs> you can't do another park. Yeah. It's, no. You know, so it, they beat that to the thing. It's Verizon it's Wireless presents <laughs> yeah. Jurassic World, brought to you by Starbucks. <laughs> awesome. so they literally did that. Oh, they, no, they, they did they, a lot of product placement in Jurassic World. That was my only issue. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. to save on the budget. I, I loved. I loved that movie though. Loved it. Bad Boys for Life. The director Joe Carnahan leaves for scheduling conflicts, but it's rumored that it was actually creative differences. I don't know. Maybe Martin Lawrence wanted to wear a heat jersey again, but LeBron's <laughs> gone, so they couldn't. I mean, it, it's it seems it's been happening a lot lately. Whatever, it, it's good to see that it's not just DC films that directors are leaving, but I, I mean, it sucks. I think they um, in the script, the original draft, it had Will Smith dressing up as Big Mama, and Martin Lawrence was not having that. <laughs> I got a Power Ranger up my ass. Not in my big mama's house. (laughs) Stephen King has seen the new It reboot and gives it a thumbs up. I'll be seeing it. Will you be seeing it, Damien? Yes. It looks creepy. Oh, my God. Will you be seeing it? I will not be seeing it. It looks creepy. The original was creepy. A little anti-climatic. Okay, but but wait a minute. If Stephen King, he's seen it and gave it a thumbs down. That's you know, like even if he thought it sucked, do you think he'd really say I, I thought it sucked? Well, yeah, he that? he's got he, the cash in his front pocket. He don't matter. He'll don't know. get yeah, right. But he'll get the royalty from this, sure. And oh, I understand that. But, but right, but that's bad press. Like thumbs down by the creator. Right, I don't but, know. It, but that would be no news. They wouldn't okay. have released okay. it if he didn't give it a thumbs up. We just wouldn't have heard the story. But now we got Peter Schmeckelheader as as Pennywise. I, I made that name up. I don't actually Peter Skarsgård. Thank you. What if you had Stephen? Well, did King? I say Peter Schmeckelheader? Yeah, I was making that up. Oh, so I got the first name. Peter right. Skarsgård. Who's the guy who's in all the Adam Sandler movies? You can do it. No, Schneider. No, 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 no. Um, oh, what if you had Stephen King and Kevin James Kevin. on a show together? What would it be called? King James, LeBron, King of Queens. Uh, oh god, got it. It was already a show. <laughs> Trick question that I just made up. Margot Robbie to star in a Robin Hood spinoff film about Maid Marian. I'm in. <laughs> I don't care. As long as she's naked again. Uh, I mean, Mar- Margot, she's killing it right now. I just had Wolf of Wall Street and I hit pause. And, and, and it's oh, not to be con- confused because there is another Robin Hood movie coming out next year. Uh, Taron Edgerton's playing Robin Hood. So it's not it's not the same universe. So I guess in this movie, Robin dies in front of her, you know, and then she just decides to take up his mantle and lead the troops. to. Hey, Robin cool. could also die in front of her in Suicide Squad sequel. Mm. Wrap your head around that. Well, I mean, I'm not really wrapped around. I I know how who's there when he dies. So, but okay, I digress. they could they could screw with it. It's they could. D, they it's could. DC. They, they could. Avatar uh, has been delayed. Apparently, they're going to shoot all four sequels simultaneously, and 2018 is not happening, according to Peter Jackson. And by that, I mean James Cameron. Okay. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I was like, wait, where are we going with this? But dude, think about that. Four films back to back. That's like two years of your life. It's and he's probably been, more but, than that. No, but him, he's been working on it probably because the first film he said it took nine years four, ago, four and a half years. It took them to make the first one. Yeah, well, and then you're trying to throw in four more. I don't know. I think it's almost a ploy just to get more hype around this. So when it finally comes out, people are gonna be like, "Man, it took so long to make these movies. I gotta see what it's about." Yeah, I know. It's Plus, they're opening up the um, Avatar World yep. at Animal Kingdom, yep. which looks from the previews, it looks floating awesome. mountains and all this crazy stuff. It looks so cool. I wish it was open when I'm going in a couple weeks, but it's not gonna be open until May. Only uh, a couple more stories for the night, and then we're gonna wrap up the show uh, very quickly. I watched the movie that I was telling you about when I was telling you I was watching X-Men, but it was too loud, I ended up putting Netflix on, and a movie that was in my queue for a long, long time, I finally watched it, and it was brilliant and fun and funny and everything I wanted. Chef. 
Oh, great movie, John Favreau. It's so good. He, he directed it. Phenomenal Chef movie. John, um, I'm sorry, John Favreau, John Leguizamo, uh, Robert the, Downey, Robert Downey Jr., uh, the the Spanish woman from a lot of cool things. I forget her name. The, is she in the middle or is she in Sofia Vergara? Yeah, is she in uh, what sitcom is she in? Uh, um, Modern it. Family. Yep. Modern Family. You Thank it. you. Yeah, she is. She kills it there. So. That was a. Really, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to see you good. enjoyed it because I, I want to see that. It, it, dude, it was it was awesome. They're um, there's apparently they're doing a sequel too. <laughs> where, no, please don't, please don't. He eats a lot of shrimp, and it's gonna be called Iron Chef. <laughs> dude, I just looked at your face and I was like, oh no, I can't. Shrimp. Huh? <laughs> oh shit. I just turned right and saw that Henrik Lundqvist will be out three weeks. For the Rangers, I went on my fantasy team and scooped up the backup, who is now on my team. If anyone cares so, uh, about that, I'm there it happy is. Happy about that. Uh, so, uh, but Chef was unbelievable. Iron um, Chef, I, I loved it. <laughs> Iron Chef, quiz on. Yes, Ota, go ahead. That used to be. Oh god. The original Japanese Iron Chef is there's nothing. Nothing will be better. So much Elios and ramen, and watch that at like two in the morning. It's in so high good. School. New this week, coming out to theaters, Kong Skull Island. We yes. saw that. Raw, personal something or other. The personal shop. Oh, I'm sorry, personal shopper. That actually has some some fan film. Sword Art Online, The Ottoman Lieutenant, uh, My Scientology Movie, a Sense of an Ending, Burning Sands, Batter, Bad Renath, something or other. The other half, and actor Martinez. So there's that. But coming this week, March 17th, Beauty and the Beast, Song to Song, The Belco Experiment, Mean Dreams, and After the Storm. And then on March 18th, Split, not that one. Yeah, not the, not the good one. Um, but obviously this week dominated will be Beauty and the Beast. Easily, easily, which we all will be seeing, I'd imagine. And then next week is Power Rangers. Spoiler. Which we all will be seeing again. They, um, is this a PG podcast? Uh, no, I said yeah. We're like yeah. one F word per podcast. Can I and say I another word it. that might be a little? Go for it. So they're doing a Beauty and the Beast sequel already. It's going to be a porn. It's going to be called Beauty and the Skeets. <laughs> so we're switching <laughs> over to TV for the last couple things of the evening. Game of set. Game of seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard hosting a podcast with you two schmucks. <laughs> Game of Thrones, baby. With you two jamokes. Uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Season 7. Had a poster released. A teaser poster. Did not have a date or anything like that. But the next day, we had to delete that story and add this one in as they have officially announced... <laughs> that they will you guys can see all our hand motions going on right now. And delete. <laughs> It'll be July, July sixteenth, two thousand seventeen. Thank you. Sooner than I thought, though. Yes. I thought it was going to be, be later. I thought it'd be June. I actually. thought it was going to be fall. Dude, so did I. I, w- I was expecting like October, something stupid. So thank, thank you, Game of Thrones HBO. Thank you. Yes, I will be there. Iron Fist starts March seventeenth. Mm. Uh, they reviewed the first episode. Um, it's more like a soap opera than a superhero show. Mm. It's very slow. Not a lot of action. You think it's in trouble? Well, I. I think it's the first episode, though. Well, yeah, Luke Cage was, had a slow start too, it, it, which it did. And the guy they reviewed the first six episodes of Iron Fist, so there's still seven. So there's still a lot more story to tell. Um, Iron Fist was a story that I know that they said that that they were going to have trouble with, just trying to figure out how they were going to do it. Right. Regardless of what what they say, even though they even though the review one of the reviews said it was the worst Netflix you know Marvel that they released. Really? I'm st- I still have to see it's Iron Fist. He's yeah. one of my favorites, so I got to give it a shot. And the last story of the uh, episode, Attack on Titan. 
Obviously, season two is coming out next month uh, in April. The anime is getting a theatrical recap of two two-hour films each, breaking down the first season of the anime, and this will happen in the United States from March 27th to the 29th. The first film will be the 22nd or 27th. The second film will be the 28th and 29th, and it will have a post-credit teaser for season two. It'll be in 19 theaters across the United States. Oh, and by the way, we'll give you the theaters real quick so you know it's coming to an area near you. Uh, it'll be in Central Park in Yonkers, Manville, New Jersey, New York City, uh, Winchester, Virginia, Kansas City, Missouri, La Vista, New England, um, Halifax, Virginia, Washington, D.C., Austin and Dallas, Texas, Katy, Texas, Richardson, Texas, Dallas, Texas again, Littleton, Colorado, Chandler, Arizona, San Diego, uh, Honolulu, Copole. Alola, um, and Sacramento, California. So it's there's a, your nice. So a lot of theaters. East Coast love. Real, real quick, I know we had to rush Damien out of here. I know we, yeah, got but it. not that much time left. But Ducktales two got a green light for season two early before season one came out. Yep. So hyped for that. Abracadabra is coming to the Flash TV show by David Dastamalchian. He was in like Gotham, Ant Man, The Dark Knight. So he's in a lot of superhero movies. Ooh. Some other stupid show got renewed. That you yeah, like. River Riverdale was based on the Archie comics. I've never watched it, nor will I ever watch it. It got renewed for season two. And last but not least, Batman is coming to the show Powerless. Kind of. Adam West is going to be like the boss of um, like I the like, Wayne industry. So, I love that dude, show. It's, it's light. It's funny. It's yeah. I'll, I'll watch. Also, uh, so Abracadabra is going to be Schiff, Thomas, <laughs> Young <laughs> made in Arkham. <laughs> Schiff, oh my god, I forgot he was him. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for so much for tuning in to episode 33 of We Podcast. We know things here on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, iHeartRadio, Upcast, Downcast, WeCast, UCast, Light, RightCast, LeftCast. Whatever. Uh, we appreciate every single person that listens to the show. It's growing every single day. We implore you to check out the Twitch channel one more time www.twitch.tv slash vanilla bear 35. That's right, vanilla bear 35. Also, our YouTube channel and we podcast and we know things.com. My name is Greg Hall, Sam Matoro, Damian Check. We thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week for episode 34. Thanks, Damian, for the switch. Now get out. Latris on the Menche. Mm-hmm.